Well, uh, we, as a, last week, for those of you who were here, we began our um, preaching series looking through the book of Ephesians. And uh, it's a letter that Paul wrote to the uh, church uh, 2,000 years ago in Ephesus. And um, the reason we're looking through Ephesians, other than it just being really interesting, is that this is our kind of vision-setting moment for the year. Last week and this week particularly, we want to just remind ourselves of what it is that God is doing. This is not a flashy new moment of, oh, it's a new term, here's a new idea. This is a moment to just refocus on what it is that we've seen God doing, what he's at work in here, and to gather us as a church around this mission. And I think as I prayed and uh, sought the Lord on this, what was happening and what Paul was writing to this church in Ephesus just felt so relevant for us. So let me read to you from Ephesians 2. Last week, um, we read the first part of Ephesians 2. If you weren't here, you can catch up on the podcast online. But it was talking about smashing down dividing walls, breaking down barriers that keep people out of church. And how important that is to us in all the things that we do. And this week, the second part of Ephesians 2 talks about the sort of church that we're inviting people into. The sort of church that you belong to. And that truth that you belong here. So let me read to you. I'm going to read from the message version of the Bible this morning. This is Ephesians 2 verse 19. That's plain enough, isn't it? You're no longer wandering exiles. The kingdom of faith is now your home country. You're no longer strangers or outsiders. You belong here with as much right to the name Christian as anyone. God is building a home. He's using us all, irrespective of how we got here in what he is building. He used the apostles and prophets for the foundation. Now he's using you, fitting you in brick by brick, stone by stone, with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone that holds all the parts together. We see it taking shape day after day, a holy temple built by God, all of us built into it, a temple in which God is quite at home. God is building a home. He's using us all, irrespective of how we got here, in what he is building. All you've got to do is look around and speak to each other to discover that. A few weeks ago, well, a couple of months ago, we did a little moment of uh, doing some filmed interviews with some of you and saying, what is it Uh, like being part of this church and this word home just came up over and over and over again not just in this congregation but in every single one of our five congregations on a Sunday I feel at home I found home this is home this is home and God is building this home it's what we see him doing is connecting people in, as we break down those dividing walls and put on all these different styles and types of uh, service on a Sunday, 
And people find a way to walk in through the door and feel comfortable and feel like, oh, I can come in and I can come and see what this is all about. They feel at home. And that's because you're an amazing bunch of people, for one. But it's God doing that by his Holy Spirit. And it's God's Holy Spirit that connects all of these different groups together. We looked in this passage about uh, this first line is the, that's plain enough, isn't it? You're no longer wandering exiles. The kingdom of faith is now your home country. Paul here is talking to the uh, Christians in this church in Ephesus. At this time, you had Jewish Christians and Gentile Christians. And we talked last week about that dividing wall having been smashed down to make those two one. And the Gentile Christians didn't know what they were coming into. They didn't know what they'd been invited into. They'd found faith in Jesus. But what they were actually being invited into was the whole of the story of God. He's using the apostles and the prophets for the foundation, it says here. Which means that all that the people of Israel, all that the Jewish people, all the people that were in the the kingdom of God had was also theirs in the fullness. They weren't visitors, these new Christians. They weren't lesser Christians. They weren't here for a bit and see how we fit in until we fully arrive. They weren't no longer foreigners or strangers. In the original Greek that Paul would have written this in, this first line that talks about foreigners and strangers and exiles is a, is a kind of phrase that would have been used to say, you are so not part of this place. You so don't fit in here. You know, like, a, like you go to a strange town and you're like, I don't really know where anything is and I'm looking through windows and seeing people having a good time and I just don't feel like I fit here. That is not how you are, he's saying. You're no longer that. You, you are actually citizens. Use the word citizens. So it's like if you go to a country and you need to be there on a, your passport or a visa of some kind and actually say, no, 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 put all that away. You're citizens. You never have to leave. And I think as God builds a home here, as he builds a church, as he builds together, uh, there are people in this church who've been here for 50 years. There have been people who are, who are here who have been Christians for their whole long lives and people who've been Christians since last week. There have been people who are in this church who have come today for the first time going, I wonder what this is all about. And what Paul is saying and what we need to know is that you belong here with as much right to the name Christian as anyone else. There's not a settling in period. There's not a bit where you're less a Christian than than those who've been here forever. And for those of us who've been here for a or been Christians for a lot longer, 
Those who are new and walking in for the first time are as much part of it as we are. God is building a home, using us all, brick by brick, in what he's building. He's not using some people and then others are sort of skirting around the outside. He's actually using every single person here. I've seen you here, Chrissy, now, which has reminded me. I was speaking at the four this afternoon, and I was just gonna, I'm going to tell them what I'm now going to tell you, which is that Chrissy has found faith in the last few months. This is the beginning of Chrissy's journey. She said I could tell this to the four, so I'm presuming I can tell everybody here. Um, the, we, we, trained a whole, we trained about 50 people in prayer ministry in this church in the last couple of months so that we can pray with you um, as people come. And Chrissy's one of the people we've trained. And at the training, I said to Chrissy, I said, Chrissy, why is it you want to be here being trained in prayer ministry? And she said, because somebody prayed for me and it changed my life. And so I want to do that for other people. I want to do that for other people. Noreen is nodding at me over there. Noreen said on the video we did, do you know I used to come here to pray? now I pray before I come here. Do you know what these stories and so many others are about? Is about God's Holy Spirit at work. So as we break down those dividing walls, as we put on the four or the 11 or cafe church or whatever it is that we're putting on to say you can come in and it's really easy to come in. We're inviting people not into a party or a show or an event or something like that. We're not actually inviting people to come to a cafe. We're inviting people to come and encounter the presence of God by his Holy Spirit. Because within that moment, everybody knows that they are welcome. Everybody knows that they are part of it. We see it taking shape day after day. A holy temple built by God, all of us built into it. A temple in which God is quite at home. You see, it's nothing to do with the buildings, actually. The Jewish Christians had had the temple for a thousand years as the center of their worship. They'd had a building as the place where they went to meet with God. They used to come to pray. But in Jesus, they discovered that God lives in them and they are being built together as the holy temple. To quote Noreen, I now pray before I come here. And that is what we've seen God doing over this last year. We've seen that dividing wall broken down as we've put on different types of things, services, events, whatever it might be, and work together on that. But we've been inviting people into encounter and relationship with Jesus, and their lives have been changed. In the NIV version, verse 21 says this, In him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. 
or grows as a holy temple. Because unity and growth are linked. Unity and growth are linked. If you want to see the church grow, which I know I do and I know so many of you do, unity in the Holy Spirit is absolutely 100% linked. In him, it says in another version, the whole structure is joined together and grows into the holy temple in the Lord. So when God dwells in his people, it brings about unity. It brings about togetherness. I love this church. One of the things I love about it is that an hour ago, there was people here with candles and robes and a choir and an organ, worshipping the same God that we're worshipping. This afternoon, there will be over on St. Peter's, St. Peter's in South Ham, people with donuts and toys and craziness and the four. Right now, cafe church is happening over on Brighton Hill. So different. Such a different group of people. So many different ways of doing things. But united by one thing, an absolute 100% dependence and focus on the Holy Spirit. That is it. That is what unites. So we can be kind of separate, but also together. So as a church, we're building multiple, diverse worshipping communities. You are one of them. And there are so many more, and so many more to come. We want to keep going. We want to keep doing that so that as many people as possible can find a way to come in and encounter the Holy Spirit. And do you know what? The good news is we see it taking shape day after day. It's happening. A holy temple built by God, all of us built into it. So what's our job to do? What are we to do? We are to know that we belong. And then we are to operate in the power of the Holy Spirit. Chrissy is like our leader. Somebody prayed for her. She encountered the Holy Spirit and now she wants to pass it on. So our job is to continually ask the Holy Spirit to come and fill us, to be prayed for, and then to pray for each other. To be a place where when somebody walks in the door, the thing that they realize is that this is a place where you will encounter the Holy Spirit. Because it already is. It already is. It's what we see God doing and what we want to do more and more and more of. So this year, I'd just love to encourage you to be part of that. If you have not encountered the Holy Spirit yet, then make this the day that you ask the Holy Spirit to come and fill you. If you encountered the Holy Spirit months or years ago and you're not sure anymore, make this the day that you invite the Holy Spirit to come and fill you. Let's all gather round. Let's together not worry about the buildings, not worry about all of that, but worry about us as the church together, being filled with God's Holy Spirit, being powered by it, being driven by it, being the most attractive 
thing that you could possibly offer, which is an encounter with the Holy Spirit. That's the church that I see as I look around. That's why I say this is a vision moment that's not a new thing. This is a vision moment that says, let's have a look what God, oh, that's what God is doing. That is what God is doing. That is what God is doing. Let's give, pray, serve towards what God is doing. Let's be part of it. Let's invite the Spirit to come and do his work.